0: Welcome to Eyes West, the podcast for movers looking for a new place to live in the American West and the connections to get it done. Here's your host, Dick Crawford.
1: And welcome indeed, a warm welcome this fine fall morning. This is Dick Crawford (laughs) and that fine introduction was from today's guest, Terry Atkins from Prescott, Arizona. Terry and I know each other through a mutual friend in my network and Terry is an Awesome agent out there in Prescott. Uh, she helped uh, very, very close uh, close friends of mine buy a house about mm-hmm. a year ago out there, and they had a fantastic, uh, fantastic experience. So uh, this particular wonderful. call is a wonderful <laughs> opportunity for our listeners to get to know Terry and and the area that she serves. So good morning, Terry. How are you doing today? Good morning.
0: I'm doing great.
1: Excellent, excellent. Let's just uh, let's just jump right in. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, why or how you got into the real estate business, and how'd you get to this point?
0: <laughs> it is a funny story because I had no plans of going into real estate, but I have been licensed since 2000. So back then, when I first moved to Prescott, I was working as a paralegal at the Superior Court. And I really loved the contract part of all of that. You know, when you're working as a paralegal for the judges, we all know who's really doing the work. <laughs> <Yes>. And <then laughs> so I did get a lot of compliments from attorneys saying, hey, you seem to really pick up on the contract aspect and being able to read through the law. And somebody just mentioned to me one day, you know, in the state of Arizona, realtors write their own contracts. They have, you know, we don't use attorneys here. Of course, you can in real estate at any time, but we don't use attorneys here. And somebody just suggested it to me saying, you know, you're great with people and you have the brain for the contract law. You ever thought about getting into real estate? And that's how it all went down.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it really comes out of the blue for, for people from all different directions. Uh, very cool. So you've been in real estate for 20 years right there in Prescott? Yes, right here in Prescott. And and let's just, before we go further, let's get the pronunciation down. It's not Prescott. <laughs> if you say Prescott. It's not
0: Prescott.
1: I understand you get you, run out of town if you say it that way.
0: You one. will get run out of town, and it's so second nature to me. I don't even, I forget that. People say, "Why is it Prescott?" Um, so it is. Prescott's named after William Hickling Prescott, oh. <laughs> and there are very—he was a, a historian, and we were. So Prescott's also the first territorial capital. So there's many different reasons that people say that it's pronounced Prescott. Some say it was to um, Americanize it, and some people say it was because. Back at during the first territory territorial capital times, <laughs> that people were illiterate, and it turned into to Prescott. But when you live here, huh. it, it it's so second nature. I don't even I don't even That's think about it.
1: <laughs> so in in getting used to it, I I remember teaching myself. It's like biscuit. I uh, gotta say, biscuit. Yes, yeah. so it's, it's, it's Prescott. Yes, they
0: they sell T-shirts here that say Prescott, like biscuit. <laughs> oh, is
1: that right? I, okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm a marketing <laughs> genius. I didn't even know. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so that's good. Get let's get that out of the way. Uh, so class, remember that Prescott, not Prescott. Um, right,
0: and I think if you spend any time, even if you come here for a weekend, y- you get it. You, there isn't anybody who says Prescott unless they. Really, have never been here and never
1: yeah listened just, to,
0: to any radio right. or anything
1: <laughs> they just got out of the car uh, right say, <laughs> and once, and that's the last time okay well and and also before we go go too much further I, I have a couple of quick questions um about you um, what is what's your approach to the business how do you how do you run things
0: so my approach i I am very present the entire way with with buyers or sellers, and I would say ninety percent of my business comes from referrals and of course you know i 'm twenty years in that took time to build, but you know i 'm not out there knocking on doors or anything I, I get a lot of referrals from past clients and from other realtors such as yourself. Mm-hmm. So that is, you have to build those relationships. And, you know, a lot of my clients end up becoming friends where this is a small town, and in my opinion still. It's a small town. We're going to see each other. Um, but I, I just like being there every step of the way for people. I don't, there are plenty, you know, not to... Be negative, but there are realtors who are like, yep, we're an escrow. I'll see you at the closing table, but I don't do that that way. So I I allow my clients to contact me anytime. Um, I understand it can be stressful. I want them to call, email, text, come on over. Mm -hmm. You know, I sell homes in my own neighborhood, and they can knock on my door. So it's very relationship
1: very good. I guess very. I should
0: say very relational, not relationship, very relational.
1: <laughs> yes. And and so being involved from A to Z during that during the entire time, mm-hmm. um you're going to wear a lot of different hats and as realtors, that's kind of one of our side gigs, we just wear a ton of different hats. Mm-hmm. What what is your favorite hat to wear during that process? Or at least mm. one of them?
0: I know that is a hard one because, <laughs> <really>. <laughs> cause I like them all. Because
1: <laughs> otherwise, a little bit of it. a
0: control freak, right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but know. I want you know if if I'm handling it, then I know that things are getting done and my clients are happy and things are where they need to be. So, but I do like it's a it's that journey you take because buyers and sellers are very different journeys. So. Um, one of the hats we wear sometimes is a a counselor. And, you know, I I just love listening to people's stories and hearing their journey and getting them um, being a part of that. They let me be a part of it because you know this. We deal with marriage, divorce, babies. You know, I just had somebody leave Prescott after 40 years. It was the only place she ever knew. And, you know, there's a a lot of crying because she's going to go to she's going to be with family and that's great but she didn't want to leave here so um that's one of those hats where i i I do enjoy being there for people i'm like hey at the end of the day this is a business transaction so put that emotion on me i'm going to handle it you you just take care of what you need to do
1: yeah very good very good so you're (laughs) you're a counselor that's good.
0: I'm a counselor, and you know, but I'm very. Uh, <laughs> I guess the other one. I'm very organized. You're not going to miss deadlines with me. You're not going to. We're on top of it because, and that goes hand in hand because, just like this person I'm talking about, you know, you don't want things to go wrong or deadlines missed because she's already stressed out, right? And it, because she has to leave and. I don't ever want that for my clients. I'm like, I want this to be a good experience, whether you're coming or going and 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 put that responsibility on me. I will take that responsibility
1: very good, so you're in that in that little scenario, you're wearing two hats at once, you're giving them a hug, but you're looking over the horizon, making sure we're on track Ex-
0: exactly, that's a good way to put it, yes,
1: yeah. Okay, good, very good. Well, that's um, that's a, a tough balancing act, and it's excellent if you enjoy it because that makes you that much better at it. So that's that's very comforting. So on kind of on the other side of it, what do you do to help your clients feel comfortable in the process uh, um, from their point of view when they get done? What do they say? Gosh, she made me, feel, you know, helped me feel so comfortable. Is it kind of the same thing? She she it, she she bore the weight.
0: Right, right. It is. Um, I get people saying, oh, you were you know, (laughs) they don't see my end of it. You were so patient and everything went so smoothly. Well, that's good because we all know that hiccups come, but I, you know, if I'm doing my job right, you'll, you won't know. And it'll, it'll go smoothly.
1: There you go. Very good. Okay, so you're up in the Prescott area. That's about that's over 5,000 feet, uh, 5,400 feet, I think. Um, tell me about the specific are. geographic areas that you serve.
0: So uh, they call it the Quad Cities these days. So it's Prescott, Prescott Valley, Chino Valley, and Dewey. Those are the four major um, okay. in my exact area. Uh, I do... And can handle Sedona, which is about sixty miles north. Um, that is more of a, a very beautiful, beautiful town, but very touristy. So I, you know, you don't get a lot of people actually living there. A lot of people yes. working there, but not living there. But Prescott, Prescott Valley are the main ones. They're only uh, about ten miles apart. So the big difference is Prescott has the mountains. And then, obviously, Prescott Valley, <laughs> you head into the valley, but they're 10 <laughs> miles apart. <laughs>
1: okay. All right. Very good. Ending. So,
0: yes, we're at 5,200 feet, and I remind people, even during the winter, I always have water, and people, you know, you get in my car, I say, I sound like mom, drink your water, and oh, I'm not thirsty. You're at 5,200 feet elevation or higher you need to drink your water and people don't realize it until they're, we're out looking at a few houses and they're like, oh, wow, I'm noticing the elevation. It does take time to acclimate to.
1: Yes. And it, it just sucks it right out of you and you don't even know it.
0: If you're not used to it. Yes. Again, right. after living here 20 something years, I, I forget
1: sometimes,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but cause I'm, I'm used to it. So but we go down to Phoenix is about 90 miles south, so you do get that, you know, your ears pop. We call it down the mountain and up the mountain.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's beautiful up there. I visited uh, Frank and Sue, and it's just a mm-hmm. gorgeous, gorgeous area. And, and yes, Prescott Valley uh, seems to have a little bit more sprawl, a little bit more space to expand. Is that is that the case?
0: That's the case, yes. So okay. Prescott Valley is actually, population-wise, um, starting to surpass Prescott simply because they have the space. Um, but we do have a lot of uh, horse property here, horse people. And so Prescott Valley is where the space is where they can get acreage and and have their horses. Okay. Um, Chino Valley also has that, but Chino Valley is, is much smaller. So um, Prescott and Prescott Valley have... You know, the stores and the schools and uh, Chino Valley, if you live in Chino Valley, you're going to be driving into Prescott or Prescott Valley for anything you need.
1: Okay, so a little bit more remote for those who. who
0: right, a little, little more rural, okay. but also with the horse property. We, we kind of, we really have a good mixture here. You can be, you know, in your community, planned communities, and then 10 miles out, you've got horse property.
1: No, it's marvelous. Or you and can the, be
0: in the forest, but you're going to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, but that's that's the nice thing about it is is it's I won't say compact, but there's a lot of things in a smaller smaller area, and it's beautiful. The, the weather is gorgeous mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. What what's the um, What's the vibe? Because there's a lot of history and there's a, a little bit of, uh, I won't say tourism, but there's a little bit of that um, fun aspect to to Prescott that brings mm-hmm. brings people around. What's the vibe uh, in your view?
0: Um, for the tourism industry is, well, uh, again, oh, go
1: ahead. Well, I was just going to say, in, you know, in general, uh, you know, the vibe in general, you know, it's not a, I don't think it's a college town and I don't know about uh, particular industries, but, yeah, what's the vibe overall? Mm-hmm.
0: The overall vibe is, it is a very relaxed town. Um, Again, you get a lot, it's very outdoorsy. So when people say, what do you do in Prescott? Yeah, of course we have restaurants and all that good stuff. But it's very outdoorsy. We have lakes. So there's a lot of kayaking, mountain biking. Very animal friendly, I think. Lots of dogs, horses, like I was saying. And, yes, you will be on a trail with your dog, and it's not uncommon to pass horses or somebody walking there. There's somebody who has a donkey that they walk.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) So the overall vibe is very – it's relaxed, and it's very historic. So, again, it's the first territorial capital in Arizona. Um, There's a lot of museums, So that does attract people here. And we are also known as Arizona's Christmas city. So that's a whole nother deal. When, when we head into Christmas, in fact, down on the courthouse square, which is the center of everything, um, they're already starting to hang the Christmas lights on all the trees down there. They start that real early. And then there's a whole ceremony um, to light it all up. And it's, I guess to circle back, it's very historic. So people do come here for that and they like to go down. Um, so there's Whiskey Row and that's all named after uh, Doc Holliday, Wyatt Earp. They, they lived here back in the day. Or they lived here or came through here. Yes. And so there's a lot of stories, lots of stories. And so any one of those, um, there's a restaurant called The Palace and it's very historic. That's where the Supposed (laughs) original bar, Um, and I do think it's real. It looks very old, and it's beautiful. And so you can go in there and get a whole history lesson.
1: Yeah, it's a fun place. It's a Mm -hmm. real fun place, and those ceilings have got to be about twenty-five feet high. So it's a real yes. Real, and
0: I don't know if when you were here, if they they showed you there's bullet holes in the ceiling. From, I did from some shootouts, that.
1: yes. Uh, or New Year's Eve, take your pick. Uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, now, now I mentioned a minute ago, it's not a it, it, it's not a college town, but you do have you do have Emory Riddle um, at least nearby. Right. Does that have an influence? Because that's a a very well known aeronautical university. Uh,
0: right. It it does as far as housing. So I have. Um, sold over the years many homes so these these and it's not your typical college kid in my opinion so it's not like you know this is party town these are these are young men and women who are going to become pilots and more so um but there's anyways I've had so many people come in and say well my my son is going to Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University for three years. We're just going to buy a house for him and a roommate, and they buy a house. And then when they graduate, I sell that house and make them a profit. So as far as housing, I mean, that that's – I do a lot of that. Um, but it also helps the town. and We've had to expand the airport because this is where they do their flight simulations out of also. Mm-hmm. Um, and I – I think it's all beneficial so uh, yeah not a college town we have some other smaller colleges but that is the major one
1: and it's a very good influence as you say it's a completely yes uh, Yes. very different from the uh, stereotypical um, college student if you will correct Uh, so uh, you talk about all the outdoor things to do what are some of the popular activities during the year Uh, you certainly get a, a bit of all four seasons uh, but mm-hmm. what, what do people do during the year
0: um so we do have a lot of golf courses so if if you like golf, we've got plenty of that there's both public and private golf courses with there are five lakes here now they are they are small lakes, but they 're beautiful, and so you you know you can't get on a speedboat on them, but they all offer kayaking, some of them have fishing um so uh there's also craft fairs all year all summer long um, the craft fairs and i say craft fair uh they're very they're a lot of fun, so you get people um so I bought an American flag made out of a wine barrel <laughs> oh, nice. so I enjoy my wine, and they had a veteran who has these wine barrels, and then he's creating these. So there's a lot of art. There's a lot of different things. I kind of got off track there. I'm sorry. But <laughs> no, the that, craft that. fairs are one of my favorite. They have them almost every weekend all summer long.
1: The, um, Whiskey Row has got a lot of really cool shops, and there's a lot of, a lot of artisans and a lot yes. of things like that. So it's, uh, it is yes. very, very fun in that regard. I didn't realize you had the craft right. fair. That's, that's really cool. And, and those are uh, fun
0: and and again, kayaking, hiking there's i mean it's if you like fishing they they do stock the some of the lakes, not all of them, but I really enjoy the kayaking, and they do a moonlight kayaking hmm. during the summer, which is really fun.
1: yeah, Get a but full yeah, moon you can and go kayaking
0: exactly, so they do it every full moon it's it's wonderful.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, that does sound good. And I understand one of those golf courses, I think it's uh, Capital Canyon is dubbed one of the luckiest golf courses in America. They've got, mm-hmm. they've got more than their fair share of hole-in-ones at that course. <laughs> <So> that's, a, <laughs> that's a draw if, you're, if your golf game needs a little bit of a bump, then uh, go play.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, that's in the Haciampa Subdivision, which is very luxury, beautiful subdivision. So that is a private. Golf course,
1: and and there are um, there are a lot a lot of opportunities in that res, um, in, in that sense for active retirement. That's that's one of the reasons that mm-hmm. people are 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 reloadi- lo- excuse me relocating to the area. Is is that is that your view uh,
0: for active retirement? Yes, yes, yes that's one of um, the I hear. is our weather, because we do have four seasons. Now, today it happens to be a little cold, but I think that happened to everybody. Um, We get, I always say it's four mild seasons, and we do get the turning of the leaves. It's It's just so gorgeous. Fall is beautiful. And we are not like Phoenix. So if it's 115 in Phoenix... You know, we'll be in the 90s here. So a lot of people, that's where we get a lot of people coming up from Phoenix. To You know, 90 feels pretty good when you're over 100 down there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yes, but active retirement and our cost of living, uh, housing affordability, um all of those things. It's a mixture of all of those things. But then the number one thing I do get is people are like, oh, the weather here is just amazing because they they miss the seasons. And we do get the occasional snow here, but never, you know, again, I've been here 20 plus years. I I still don't own a snow shovel or (laughs) because it just melts. It snows and it melts.
1: So and I really like the way you said that it's four mild seasons and that's fantastic right. because you as you say you get the turning of the leaves um, but you're not getting six feet of snow uh, after that right you get four mild Correct. seasons that's fantastic <laughs> that's what that's what a lot of people like especially Cal Californians we'll get into that in a minute but we are <laughs> so sensitive you know we can't handle a a, a a big bad winter but we do like you know a little bit of seasonal because we don't get much of it here so. So that that's all um, that's all very encouraging. So you've got a lot of reasons why people are are relocating to the area. Mm-hmm. Um, is any of it for any kind of employment or business opportunity? So,
0: and I would say that more recently, yes. So. We are. It's under construction right now. We're getting a. We already have a hospital, obviously, <laughs> but we yeah. have two hospitals, and then Banner Health, which is actually in Phoenix. They are going. They are building here in Prescott, and there's a new. And this, ironically, it's across from Embry, Embry-Riddle Aeronautical. Um, they have finally broken ground. It's going to be a huge medical complex. They're calling it a spa and resort complex, and then Banner Health will be a part of that also.
1: Hmm. So, Understand. as far
0: as jobs, healthcare jobs, yes.
1: Well, that's that's great because obviously, uh, when you get a lot of um, of population gain, uh, you're going to have a you know, much more of a need for healthcare, particularly if, right. if uh, a good portion of that gain is is, is in the retirement age group. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's good. I, I heard somewhere that uh, that retirees are looking for weather, and a mm-hmm. hospital, and an airport. And
0: <laughs> we have we have all of it
1: exactly. Um, exactly.
0: <laughs> and and the airport has just in the last I think it's been two years, maybe not quite two years. So they have flights every day now to Los Angeles and Denver. And that's been a a huge thing, you know, so that you don't need to drive, you know, an hour and a half down to the Phoenix Airport. And I have flown it. I we went to to L.A. and Denver, and it's so much easier. And they are going to be redoing the terminal right now. It's there's really not much there, but they're they're going to be building a real. uh, I say real. A nice terminal, and um, it's just great to be able to fly out from here. Because well, for me, it's you know five minutes away. I'll, I'll be really excited if they add. Uh, flights to las vegas <laughs>
1: oh I, i'm sure that's coming uh, <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it's a it's a very uh, it's a great little airport, no question about it and mm-hmm. and it 's close close enough to town where it's, it 's very convenient and it was only a two hour flight on a on a small jet uh that, right. when i when i went and so just fantastic much better than i so
0: you were on it too okay so you've, yes. you've tried it out, and it's, yeah, and
1: it's easy. It's, I flew uh, JetSuite X out of Burbank, and it was two hours, and um, mm-hmm. uh, my friends picked me up, and it was at a half hour into town, and that, boom, uh, just fantastic. Just really, mm-hmm. really good. So if they're expanding the airport and they're expanding the flights, then that's going to be a big, big plus for the area. So yes. good to know. Good yes. to know what so a mix of new people uh, primarily retirees are, are coming in or do you have professionals or families or
0: i, th- I think
1: it's what, everything we
0: have everything here everything yeah. um i think people used to say it's all retirees and now we've got a lot of young professionals because to go with these places uh you need doctors and yeah. <laughs> yep. um lots of nurses doctors Um, so I call it the young professionals. And then for families, especially Prescott Valley, it's, it's very affordable place to live and a nice place to raise a family. Mm -hmm. So I think we are getting more of those families and we have, um, in the family category, so to speak, lots of uh, police officers and teachers and realtors.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But,
0: um, Yeah, I think we really have a a good mixture of people. I don't consider this a pure retirement town anymore. If you would have asked me 10 years ago, I would have said yes. But I think more families have come here. There is more opportunity here. And it's just a nice place to live, a nice low-key, like we were talking about. Um, Yes. yeah. But you have just enough because we do have. It's not like there's nothing here. Yes, I get this question. Do you have Costco? Yes. Do you have Trader Joe's? Yes.
1: <laughs> well then, okay. I'll, I'll consider it then. Yeah, You're right. Can't, can't be too far away from our Costco. Heaven forbid. Uh, <laughs> And, and, and as any as any area grows in population, you're going to get more and more of a mix. You're going to get more and more need for services, which means more jobs. And those people who come right. to do the jobs, the young professionals, they need different kinds of services, different kinds of activities. So it starts then to right. build on itself. So as the population grows, it's only going to get better because it's not going to be just, um, just retiree growth that's at this point with your size population. Right. It, just, it, it can't happen. So... Wonderful opportunities for growth in the future. Mm -hmm.
0: And construction. I can't believe I left that out. Obviously, the construction industry here is, you know, we need those trades people coming in. Um, I just sold a house to a young family, but he's an electrician um, coming from California. And because there's plenty of work for him here. So perfect. where he had mentioned he was having a little bit of a hard time just because, you know, where he, they were in California, the size, and there's plenty of people. So out here, we need those people.
1: Yeah. Now, that's a, a perfect example of how the growth will bring in new jobs and attract right. uh, a, a good mix of people. Perfect example. Right. Well very good well so that new person blows into town and how do they get involved in the community or or when they're when they're considering the town and they ask what to do well we've got you know midnight kayak rides well but how do i get involved in the community <laughs> i mean are there any you know local groups that are beyond the norm of, you know i got rotary club or church or things like that but is are there right. any you know unique groups in town that would really uh, help them kind of get into the get into the vibe
0: it, yeah outside of so again, if you are interested in the historical part of Prescott and Prescott Valley, there's a lot of um groups and volunteer groups that so for instance, we have Charlotte Hall Museum that's in downtown Prescott, and that is completely volunteer run and I know a lot of people that volunteer there um, and it it's Again, it's the first governor's mansion, but it's still it's still standing, and they've turned it into a museum. Um, so, if if you like that kind of aspect, there are a, a lot of things you can do. And again, at Christmas time, um, those are all volunteers that dress up in period costumes, and they call it the Frontier Christmas. <laughs> so, those are kind of some different and fun things if you like that. Um, there's even a group called the Shady Ladies, so <laughs> okay. and they dress up in those period costumes, and it's so this fun is a, to watch. This is a family
1: though. show now. This is a family Yes,
0: show. I know. <laughs> it's so fun to watch, though. It's just the, the uh, costumes
1: are just gorgeous.
0: But anyways, so if you like that aspect, but of course, I kind of joke about the way to get involved in the community here is to take a walk around the block. <laughs> People are nice. People are going to talk to you. they're going to come over you know if you're in your house more than a day without your neighbors introducing themselves I'd be shocked so um, it, and again, if you lived in a if you live in a planned community where there's um, pools and pickleball and tennis and all of that there are tons of clubs and poker clubs and bunco clubs and all that kind of good stuff um, for me i I meet the most people even though I've lived here forever, but I meet people every day walking my dog because that's, you know, people are out. I have Iron King Trail out my front door. I don't need to get in the car. I don't need to, mm-hmm. I just get on that trail, and you, you, you talk to people.
1: Oh, that's great. And, of
0: course, you don't have to have a dog to get on the trail, but that's where I, I talk to a lot of people, and that is what I tell my clients. Do you want to meet people? Go for a walk.
1: <laughs> wow, that's, that's good. That's very good. And that's only going to get better uh, because there will be, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, uh, there could be more and more people who are not from Prescott who you're going to meet in Prescott. Right. Because uh, right. it's not coming from internal growth. Uh, it's coming from exterior uh, just as much, if not Right. More. Oh, and we
0: joke about that, too. Nobody's from Prescott. Hardly. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's actually from here. There's a few. I I know a handful of people who have lived here 50 years, but no, we are definitely a a melting pot. And even, um, as I mentioned, like with Phoenix, with the heat, we've got a huge second home population up here.
1: Uh
0: Um, they, They own a second home just to get out of the heat. So.
1: There you go. People there. from all over. <laughs> no, that's that's really good. That's really healthy. A, um a mm-hmm. good mix like that keeps it fun and and keeps it vibrant. Mm-hmm. Uh n- now we mentioned um regional services. You you've got you got a new hospital coming in and the airport's expanding and are there any mm-hmm. other um, things that are going on from an infrastructure standpoint, regional services and such?
0: I think those are the big ones. Um We've kept up with yeah the airports really the big one we don't have uh, you know public transportation we have taxis I think you know it's kind of small here too but we don't have yeah, yeah. you know buses and that type of stuff and right. I still feel like we're pretty small
1: for that um, and you probably don't really have any any traffic congestion because you're too small for that as well so that,
0: uh, we really don't I laugh now if you it depends on who you talk to it will be like hi. Oh, getting into town, it took me an extra 5 minutes and I just laugh and I I'm like you got to remember <laughs> where you came from because we get really spoiled here. So, uh, you know, to me traffic here is that you had to you hit a red light. So, um I think they've handled it. <laughs> they've handled it really well. They have um the state has improved our highways most of even in Prescott. Um, The highways have been widened and even uh, the smaller highways, 89 going towards Chino Valley, which is very small, but they've widened all of that. So I think they have really done a good job at keeping up with that for me and where I'm from. And my, I I moved here from California 22 years ago. This is not congestion and this is not a lot of people, but that's where I'm from. (laughs)
1: No, and it's all relative and down in, down in Phoenix, uh, when I was down there, I noticed that they're doing a lot of things with the highways, and they're widening the highways, yeah. and they have enormous right-of-ways uh, so they can widen them in the future. And in the outskirts mm-hmm. of Las Vegas, it's it's very similar. Everybody's learned from what happened with California over the last 50 years, and I think they're looking forward and saying, let's prepare. So it sounds like, sounds like the Prescott area is doing the same thing. Right. Not that you're going to be another Southern California. I'm not wishing that on anybody. No, and you
0: do get, you know, some people saying that, that, you know, there is (laughs) don't California our Prescott. (laughs) Yeah, right. right. But you know what? I I keep saying most people though that move here they're uh, they're like minded and they're moving here for a reason and they're not trying to do that. That's not what's happening. And and we're still with the Quad Cities under. 150,000 people. So again, it's all relative, but to me, that's still very small. There is a huge amount of space for development in Prescott Valley, which has already been outlined. You know, if some people say, oh, there's all these new neighborhoods. Well, those were outlined 20 years ago is what they don't
1: realize.
0: (laughs) That was always in the works. So,
1: okay. Well, good. It, so, it sounds like overall it's being handled very, very well by... I think so, yes. ...up and down the line. Now, how about the, uh, how about the cost of living? You mentioned, I, I think you mentioned, the, the affordability of housing and such. California, mm-hmm. of course, can be brutal in a lot of different ways. How does, you know, what, what's your cost of living like? What's a gallon of gas and a, and a you know, cost of a night on the town?
0: So, and, and a lot of that comes to... Uh, well, I'll answer you first, but I, my, I immediately went to property taxes, but because our ah, property good. taxes are low here compared to um, a lot of states, including California, so uh, our property taxes is 072 percent, point seven two percent. So, so I think you're, you're, you're not <laughs> right. <laughs> and I remember when I bought my first house here again, coming from California and. <laughs> And they said, here's what your taxes are. And I said, is that per month? (laughs) But it was for the year because it seemed so insane to me. So uh, the affordability, you you are not killed on property taxes here. Um, You asked about gas. Uh, Yeah, gas is right around $2 a gallon right now. I was very excited because I use my fries as the, the major grocery store out here. So you get your fries fuel points. And and I got gas the other day for $1.80, so I was pretty excited. Oh, you're <laughs> killing me. Oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> We're we're, uh, we're not up quite at 380 yet, but we're a lot closer to 380 than we are to 180. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I at, oh, gosh, I think we're at 320, and I think the nation is about 220 a gallon is the average. So that's even so. better than better than the nation as a whole. So very good, and and there's plenty <laughs> of fun things to do. I know you can go up to Lynx Lynx Lake for a nice uh, nice breakfast in that little restaurant up there overlooking the right. lake. That's pretty cool and and of course it's just a nice hometown area and that's kind of what a night on the town is like isn't it
0: it really is um you know we have our favorite restaurants and we call it downtown prescott um we have our favorite places and then really you walk around if if we have people in from out of town they always want to experience whiskey row which really is is again they want to see the history and check out what these old time bars are like, and and have fun that way. But you know, with me and my husband, a, a night on the town is a nice dinner somewhere and a couple adult beverages, and and that's great. And a lot a lot of um again getting to know people. A lot of our night out on the town is sometimes is having people over. It, you know, you spend a lot of time outside here, um, so. I love having people over just, you know, in the backyard barbecue and and you can usually do that straight through November depending on the weather. But that's a, a lot of it is just, you know, friends and family and,
1: and and you're from one end of town to the other, I I'm hard I can't remember exactly, but maybe twenty minutes from one end of town to the other at the extremes, is that accurate? Right,
0: at the far extremes. Yeah. Because uh, Pres, even Prescott Valley to Prescott, about 20 minutes.
1: Yeah. So everything's very condensed in that sense. So it's real easy to, quote, right. unquote, have friends over for for dinner. Here, you know, friends say, oh, I don't know. It'll take me an hour and a half to get there. I, I don't think I can come.
0: Exactly. No, exactly.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> 20 minutes away. Come on over, at the most. And, and so cut that in half. The average would be 10 minutes away. 10 minutes, um, right. Yeah. Well, that's good. So, and you, you mentioned taxes—three quarters of a percent for property taxes—and uh, your income taxes in the state. I think the maximum marginal tax rate is like four and a half percent. Four and a half,
0: right? And it's from two and a half to four and a half.
1: Yeah, there you go. Well, at that four and a half percent, mm-hmm. I think uh, at that income rate, that cutoff, um, I think California is at nine point three, and then of course we go up from there, but. Uh, if you're making if you're making the money to be taxed at four and a half percent in in Arizona, it's gonna be about nine point three in California. So that's you're a good right. reason. That's a good reason to kinda <laughs> one more nail in the coffin, if you will. Uh what about sales taxes? Um Prescott sales tax
0: is about nine point one okay. and Prescott Valley mm-hmm. And I don't know Chino Valleys, to be honest. It's just you, small. You cut, out, you cut out
1: a little bit there. You said Prescott oh. Prescott itself was 9.1, and then we didn't hear what Prescott Valley was.
0: Oh, okay. And then Prescott Valley is 9.18.
1: Okay. So that, that's a little higher. L.A. is 9.5, but Orange County, San Diego mm-hmm. are about 7.75. So that's a mm-hmm. little bit higher, but that's, uh, that's fine. You don't spend all your money on, on, uh, on trinkets and hot food. So, right. <laughs> so that's not, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Especially if you've you got a four four and a half percent, uh, income tax rate and a three quarter percent property tax rate. Come on people.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Uh, good, 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 good. And how about, uh, average home prices in Southern California it can range from anywhere from 700,000 to a million plus, uh, depending upon what little city you're in. Uh, what's your, your median or average home price and what's that house look like?
0: And so, and again, because things have changed a little this year, we, we've gone up a little. So in Prescott, your, your median home price is about 450 and you can go up to a million. There's a few ranches that are over a million, but again, that's acreage. So um, Prescott Valley is a little less expensive. Depending, again, where you want to be, Prescott Valley, you can start around 300 and the the medium price is closer to 350 So in what those houses look like, um, Prescott, okay. This is the big difference. So because Prescott was established first before Prescott Valley, and again, you've got the mountains and the forest. Uh, um, so it depends on where you want to be. If you want to live near the, the trees as I call it if you you're gonna pay for those trees. So a four hundred and fifty thousand dollar house might be two thousand square feet, but it's not gonna be real upgraded. It's going to be and it's going to be older. Where okay. if you take okay. that four fifty and go to Prescott Valley you can get yourself a brand new house. <laughs> so
1: Okay. There okay. you go.
0: It depends on what you like, because some people really want to be, you know, near the trees and near downtown Prescott. They want that whole that whole feel, and um, I really feel like, yeah, I know that the medium price is around 450 in Prescott, but if you want something upgraded and a little more modern and newer, I feel like that price is closer to 550.
1: Okay, so it does uh, like anything, like any area, it does hinge on mm-hmm. location and, and right. condition of the home. But point is, right. uh, it's maybe sixty percent of what it is on the lower end in Southern California. Uh, right. So very affordable, and and you get the you know the total package of the nature and and the low congestion and such. So very right. Nice
0: because or, even if you're you know if your budget is um 3 to 350 yeah that's very doable um and in parts of prescott and in all of prescott valley you you might get a little less square footage but you're not you're still talking 1400 square feet where i feel like most people that when they're like yeah we've got 300 it's a young family I, you get a nice 1400, 1500 square foot house and they're thrilled. So, um, very affordable. And I, I always describe it as something for everybody. There's something for everyone.
1: That's excellent. And is, is new construction out there in Prescott Valley? Is, is that keeping pace? Are they having a tough time, uh, you know, keeping up with demand?
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. And yes. So, um, There's a new subdivision, um, not that there's not several, but one in particular that just was so popular and they sold out of their first phase in about three weeks. So uh, they're telling people these houses will be done in eight months. We'll see. I I do feel like they're having a hard time keeping up. Um, There are a lot of subdivisions to choose from, but the demand is is huge. Hmm. But that is also helping... um, the resale people who are selling because a lot of people don't want to wait eight, eight to 10 months for a house to be built.
1: Right. Very good. So it's, it's, uh, it's very healthy. It sounds like a very healthy market, which is, it's
0: it's very healthy uh, you know, unless you're, The the realtor scrambling for your buyer, and I'm like, hey, my buyer gets to get one of these. (laughs) My buyer's special. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, and
1: that's so encouraging to hear that you you (laughs) you're going to bat for them. That's great. Oh, you have to. You've got to have your your finger on the
0: pulse for sure right now, or or you will. It's it's just going so fast
1: yes and i uh in in that sense it's not too different from many 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 parts of the country uh right. demand is really amazing right now and and the builders are having a difficult time uh builder mm-hmm. confidence is is in the stratosphere, uh, right now because, you know, for that very reason. So when, when a buyer blows into town and they have already sold their house back home, or maybe they're in escrow back home, but they're trying to make some plans mm-hmm. here. Can they find a rental short term rental or are the rentals minimum one year? It's not a minimum one year, but they're super
0: hard to find because again, that you can blame you can blame the people from phoenix so if they haven't bought a house up here yet their second home they rent up here and they know so they'll rent it from usually may to october it's super hard to to find a rental because you've got these people from phoenix who are like hey I know I don't want to be in the phoenix heat from may to october so I'm going to rent a house in prescott and these people that own these rentals can get a a premium price.
1: Uh, um, gotcha.
0: So it it is hard to come by. I think it's hard to come by rentals overall up here. Um, get those phone calls, and I don't handle rentals. We have proper property management companies that, which thank God, because I I can't you can't do it all, and they need right. to handle that. So uh, on that note too, there's finally some apartment buildings that have gone um, some have gone up and and I'm going to call them luxury apartment buildings we're not talking junk they're nice and I think they're they're needed just for this this fact Um, you're not going to get a three-month rental uh, maybe a six-month maybe I'm laughing because I'm like you, you may just not get one at all it's a hard thing to do you're you're best if you're Wanting to check out the area, find an Airbnb, um,
1: yeah, for a weekend, and no, of course, yeah. and uh, um, that's going to be a challenge for for some people. But just it's important to know going in that it's going to be difficult to right. it that way. So you just have to be prepared no. for that.
0: I and, I would tell somebody coming from out of state, uh, if it's not an Airbnb, just we have hotels. <laughs> We right. have beautiful hotels. Just come stay at a hotel um, a couple times. Uh, you know, if you need a week or a weekend, I, I find that most people have already been here and they they haven't really had to do that. They've been here. They know they like it here. So, they, or they could just you know come in for three days at a hotel and and,
1: and get it till done. they find a house. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, but if they need uh, more time, just because their house has already sold and now they're homeless, so they need to to rent before they buy, that's going to be a uh, kind of a tough nut because they just aren't going to be short term. It's be super rentals. tough. Yeah. Yes, okay.
0: and if you find something, you're going to be paying a for here a premium. You know, people right. get mad. They want something. Can you find me something for a thousand dollars a month? No, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> does not exist and and the people that do have rental properties they know it Uh, you know they've got they've got gold
1: that's supply and demand right there so that is (laughs) <laughs> Again, you have to know going in, and, and that's the value of having somebody like you you at the other end waiting for them is you kind of know the lay of the land, and you can kind of give them some good advice ahead of time so that they're not surprised uh, when the time comes. They can plan ahead right. and, and have, have good expe- or the appropriate expectations. Very good. Right. Well, any, mm-hmm. other, any other advice for out-of-state buyers coming your way? Yes. Well, like we were saying, it's it's do your
0: homework again. Most people have already been here, but we are definitely not in a market of, um, oh, I want to Terry, let's tour around. Uh, you know, because if you see something you like, it's going to be gone tomorrow. And this is happening in all price ranges. Maybe the little high high priced here would be like six hundred and up. Um, that. Maybe those are selling in two weeks instead of one day, but everything is, is selling. So it's have your ducks in a row, and, and I help you with that, of course. If you need to be pre-qualified, um, well, you, you have to be pre-qualified. Or like you said, if they have just sold their house, I think you're better off doing a concurrent closing. If you've got your house pending in California, then you've just come out here, stay at a hotel, and – we will hit the ground running finding you a house and we'll close them at the same time. You're better off doing that than than trying to find a rental and and all of that type of stuff.
1: And and therein lies the value of having... Having realtors like you and me who know each other, who have done business before, who have a good relationship, we can work mm-hmm. in tandem, if you will, and work as a team yeah. to make sure that people aren't stranded. They're not, they're not paying two mortgages and they're not homeless. They're, they're right, smack right in the middle where they're going from one to the other seamlessly. There's value. Right.
0: And we're... And where it seems odd to them, I, you know, you and I, I I do it every day. Uh, They're like, we can do that. We can close on one and then close on. I said, yeah, and we can do it all in one day. If you've, if you know, that's what you're doing and it's all planned ahead. And that's the, you know, point of this is a smaller town. Like I know my title people. I know my lenders. These are people you have relationships with. So we work together and you get it done. So it's very, it's it's common, um, Can it be stressful? Sure. But that's, again, where I come in. Put the stress on me. You just go pack your house and show up. And <laughs>
1: yeah, Exactly. And that that goes right back to the beginning, too, where you said that you got into the business because you you were able to navigate the contract and mm-hmm. for, form a contract that is in the best interest of your client. And this is one Correct. of the big areas where it comes shining through is you got to write a contract that orchestrates it uh, so the timing is right for your client and that's, people Correct. don't, people don't uh, know that that can be done and when it's done well, they still don't know it's done because it's seamless. <laughs> so, it, it's, so It's true. <laughs> uh, so true. How'd you do that? Oh, don't worry about it. Just enjoy your house. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Well, thank you for all of this. This has all been uh, entertaining and informative all at once, very engaging. Good, good. (laughs) I I just love learning more about the different areas and certainly about all all the different agents in my network. Uh, So thank you very much for joining me. I I just appreciate your time and your insights, and I hope you enjoyed being on the show.
0: I did. Thank you for asking me.
1: Well, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I, I love knowing I have somebody in a, in one of the um, one of the uh, what's the word the uh, promising areas of the West that's just got yes. such a great future ahead <laughs> of itself. So um, it, it's good to know you, and glad to have that that connection. I'm sure we'll be talking again soon. Um, I like to go out and see my friends every once in a while, and I'll uh, knock on your door. And say hi, I hope uh, maybe we can go out and uh, enjoy an adult beverage, the few of us. Um, Yes,
0: I would love that. Okay.
1: (laughs) Uh, But meantime, of course, uh, best wishes to you uh, for a productive uh, rest of the year. Best wishes to your family for a safe rest of the year. Um, Yes. So do enjoy yourself. And again, thank you so much for being here today.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you.
1: All right. Have a good one. Take care of yourself. (laughs) All
0: right. right, Thanks. (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen... That was Terry Atkins from Prescott, Arizona, and she, of course, you can tell, is a very experienced professional, ready to help you land on both feet in uh, in the Prescott area, Prescott Valley, and it's a beautiful area. And she is just an excellent agent; I can tell you that firsthand. If you would like me to introduce you to Terry, um, please feel free to contact me, and I will be happy uh, to hook you guys up. To learn a little bit more about me, you can Google me as Dick Crawford Realtor. I'm always available for your real estate needs here in North Orange County, and I have trustworthy colleagues throughout Southern California who can help in areas that I do not serve. Uh, That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, be good, be well, and be safe. Take care now. Bye-bye.